Hi there, and welcome to Dungeons and Babbins. I'm your dungeon master, Babs Daniels. Dungeons and Babbins is a series of Dungeons and Dragons game run on behalf of various charities across Long Island. What that means is every time you see that I have a game published, people have donated money to be a part of that session, and then I send that money to the local charity that I am supporting at the time. Some of those charities include Making Strides Against Breast Cancer, March of Dimes, and Long Island Against Domestic Violence. So if you'd like to donate, the link will be up soon. This is my very first episode podcasting, so we'll see where we go from there. I hope you enjoy it, and I hope that there are more episodes to come. Thanks for listening! So everybody, welcome to Alexia. This is um, an area to the north where they're currently expending, uh, experiencing an extended winter. And because the weather has gotten so cold and frigid and the snow is getting so, so high, you have all gone to the Wilexia Inn and just to, to warm up and just kind of shield yourself from the, the cold winter weather for a little bit. And you are all mostly at your separate tables. And the inn is, is pretty busy when you have gone in. You've seen that there's like kind of reindeer everywhere and cute little snowmen that kids and adults have probably made. And it seems to be just like a charming mountain town. So you chose like the biggest, warmest looking place to go for the evening. And whoever wants to start this up is welcome to go first. I guess, uh, have we already gotten our meals and we're just kind of tucking in at the moment? Well, you're all at separate tables. So um, Lynn at her own table. Squib is at a, at a table with uh, uh, Ritheb, who is another goblin. The Kale's on his own, and their Hawthorne is just around the corner, sitting at kind of like a like a bar seat. Cool. I'm probably going to attempt to get food. So, right. uh, I guess if I wave somebody down or go wherever to a bar to be like, "Hey, I need me some dindin." All right. So. Eloise, the, uh, the the dwarf barmaid comes by and goes, Hello! How you doing? Frigid. Well, that's what <laughs> happens in Wylexia. Uh, what can I get you? Uh, get me a dry ale and, uh, just get me whatever your stew is that you got going. Alright, a tank of bitter and some, uh, some stew. We'll be right back and that will be Let's see, 11 copper pieces. And she throws down uh, two silver and tells her to keep the change. Thank you kindly. And if you're wondering about the accent, it's because dwarves are from down under. Oh. <laughs> I love that yes, you give each one of them a different like accent. It's awesome. Yeah, so uh, Eloise is gonna... She continues to uh, squib and and uh, Ritheb. Yes. Alright, gents. Uh, your meal will be up in a second. Just remind me, uh, we got a lot of people here today. We don't really have so- we- we're not really so full, so remind me what you got? Was it the, uh, the, uh, roasted sausage? Or was it the, uh, the porridge? No, I think- no, it's a roasted sausage with, uh, with- with the, um, with a mead. And Ritheb slams his fist on the table and goes, Dried lamb. Goes, right. Sorry yep, about that's, that. 
It'll be up in a minute. Yeah, yeah, take your time. And as she goes up to Dekale, uh, just goes, ah, you seem a little, a little bit new, just like everybody else here. Uh, by your gob, I'm assuming you're a druid. Do you go for the the meat dishes, or am I getting you some of the vegetarian type affair? I, I'm okay with with meat dishes. All right. Well, we got uh, we got sausage. We get lamb. We got porridge. Two different types of porridge, apparently. Well, it's rather cold, so I think I'll go with the porridge. All right. Wheat or barley? Uh, how about we go with barley? Two copper pieces, and that also comes with a mug of beer. That would be excellent. And I give, also give her two silvers and tell her to keep the change. Oh, you, you foreigners are really, really kind here. Thank you very much. And she uh, sticks it in one of the pouches of her um, garb, and then she's going to continue on to uh, the side room. Hawthorne, uh, it's actually Marie Fred who comes to you at your area. You're kind of like in her, I have not worked in a restaurant for a long time. You're in her, her quarter. Did you say you named Marie Fred? I did. You named her Marie Fred. Okay, just her. <laughs> Hello, how are you doing? Uh, lovely, thank you. Hi. What could I, uh, what could I serve for you today? Hmm. What kind of meat do you have? Well, tonight we have dried lamb with curd cheese and a tankard of mead, and we also have roasted sausage with curd cheese and a tankard of bitter. Hmm. You know, I'll take the lamb. Thank you. All right. And, uh, that will be 11 copper pieces. All right. Um, I will toss her a couple of silver and also tell her to keep the change. And she she takes takes this. Thank you very much. And then she heads over to the uh, hobgoblin and the orc. And uh, you hear her just very fluently speak these very guttural languages. So she goes from very nice, a very nice tone to. <laughs> And she's speaking in their natural languages. And they seem to be uh, at least a little bit used to her. So they answer in kind. And she goes back. She goes into the kitchen, which is this way. Uh, Eloise joins her presently. Ooh. And uh, eventually they come out and they serve everybody. And as you are all being served, uh, it seems to be getting much darker than normal and if you look out the windows there the snow has picked up so if anybody had gotten rooms at different inns you're kind of out of luck getting there safely and you kind of hear like some commotion from this particular room where people are just a little bit distressed about impending cabin fever to kind of soothe everybody marie fred and eloise are handing out their food it's like there you go here's your dried lamb here's your roasted sausage and here's your barley porridge. And she just says that as she puts down food at everybody's uh, plate. Yeah, Linra just kind of looks outside like as, as she's setting down food and she just kind of curses to herself. She's like, 
y'all wouldn't happen to have any rooms here that I can get, would you? Because this doesn't look good. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've got plenty of rooms. We have, um, we have a couple of singles, and they're on the second floor. And uh, if you're really spending, we do kind of have a two very nice large rooms down by uh, down in the basement by the sauna. Those are, uh, that is a full five silver pieces a night. I think uh, I'd probably be okay with just a single. All right. And we can definitely have that ready for you. And on this floor, we have uh, two doubles. So if, uh, and she kind of announces this to the room. So we have two doubles with double beds in each. So in case you want to cut down on costs and get to know each other a little better, you, some people can share a room and uh, be nice and warm as the uh, as this weather kind of torches us a little bit. Lenra just kind of glances over at other people. It's like, not sure just yet. I'll I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I am doing the same. Because who are all these people? <laughs> and Marie Fred says the same thing that uh, Eloise did, but in the guttural voices to the bugbear and to the, to the orc. And the bugbear just kind of comes into the other room, looks around at all of you, smiles a little bit. <laughs> yes. Lenra takes a really huge like gulp of her of her uh, bitter ale. She's just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just keep my face down in this food. Thank you. <laughs> and Yo. What I say was the the hobgoblin. He uh he raises his mug to you because he didn't say anything, and he's just like, hmm. And then he's gonna go back to his food because he's hungry. <laughs> Lenra's reaction is food closer. Squib has proceeded to um, take some of his uh, some of the silverware, uh, the metalware that was at the table, and has managed to fashion it into a little mini walking robot that's kind of strutting around the table, making some really horrible noises, and he's laughing at it hysterically. Oh goodness. Decale's sitting at his table watching that little robot and is just snickering. Yeah, um I, I definitely hear uh are the are the noises loud enough to hear from where I am? What do you reckon? I would say my la yeah, my laugh my like I'd be laughing like <laughs> that's a stupid thing. I'd be it'd be about okay. that. I imagine it would carry across a, a boisterous room. And oh, Ritheb okay. look, looks at it and he goes, you, what is your life purpose? <laughs> I imagine as, it makes toast, no? As he asks that, the, the, mecha the mechanism begins to whir and sputter and then explodes. <laughs> oh no. All right, oh, so I was I just about to throw food at it. <laughs> it, it <laughs> 
it's near me. It's it's very cartoonish, but it, it putters and explodes. Like the thing falls apart. A big puff of smoke kind of like sets him for a squib for a minute, and then squib like pauses and thinks, and then just looks at looks at the rubble and goes that. <laughs> All right, so I definitely hear like the laughter like piques my interest, but the explosion gets me up and out of my seat, and I'm just like. Are y'all okay over there? Kale looks at Squib and raises his his his, his mug and <laughs> takes a drink. <laughs> Linder is attempting to scoot farther away from that table while on the bare rug, and so like the chair like doesn't move the way that she wants to, so she just like face down into the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I was going to look over to uh, Lenara, Lenra, and go, Do you know them? And if so, are they always like that? She just shakes her head because she's just like, I know nothing. <laughs> uh, so, drawn by all of the laughter, you see this this little gnome in a uh, in a suit come out and he looks at you very confused addresses the uh, the kind of stopwatch he has yeah. um good night ladies i'm going to i'm going to head back into work thank you for dinner i have a new at least one new candidate so if you can get that taken care of and i will see you all in the morning and the ladies say, bye then. And in spite of being told that it is very, very cold out, uh, the suited them just leaves the inn. Oh, I, I feel silly. I didn't, I don't think any of us really introduced her. So, or like what we looked like. I'm a, I'm a goblin. Um, actually, actually even better. Um, hold on a minute. I have, so this is what Squib looks like. I don't know if you can see, but that's that's Squib right there. He's a goblin artificer, so he definitely looks very beat up, ragged. He is blind in his right eye, but he has a set of goggles, one side of which is blacked out. So when he wears it, it's really just an eye patch. Um, and he also has a knife wrench because I'm funny like that. Um, but yeah, definitely beat up. Um, yeah, very uh, very rough and tumble character. So like that's, so if anyone's looking and wondering what Squib looks like, that's what he looks like. Bit of uh, trouble. I am sending one to the group chat uh, here on Zoom. If y'all want to look at Lenra, like it's just literally my Ren Fair garb, <laughs> except for no, obviously it's... have a cloak on because it's balls cold outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, in this particular image that I had for you, it's Linra in kind of a uh, a fur-lined coat. That's perfect. She's that extra. Yes. My character, if you can see in the little thumbnail, that 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 that's him. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No. And um, yeah. And no. And my character is basically just this like six foot 
just shredded guy. Um, basically, Doom guy, but without the armor. Um, oh. oh, that's why you were calling him Doom guy earlier. Yeah, no, like legit, this was going to be for a meme game <laughs> where I was Doom guy. Like, honest to God, Doom guy. Um, but yeah, uh, he's got this giant great axe, he's got this shield on his back, and he's got these, like, gauntlets. They don't, I almost want to say they look like the Infinity Gauntlet, but not nearly that Dazzle. <laughs> yeah, no. Basically, these look like they could punch someone through six walls. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's rad. Oh, yeah, no. But he's just kind of, like, taking in everyone at this point. Takeo is six foot two, but he is not shredded at all. <laughs> so, yeah, Linner is probably, like, the shortest one out of, like, the non, like, goblin or non uh, halfling dwarfish races then because she's only 5'8", five 5'9". Five yeah. She's half-elf. Nice. The other room, there are two humans. Um, there is a, a strange-looking elf, or possibly goblin, and as I said, the hobgoblin and the orc. And that's who's who's presently in there, besides the uh, the, the dwarf Aloise and the human uh, Marie Fred. As the night goes on, and you're hearing the wind whistle, um, Marie Fred and and Eloise are refilling your drinks every now and then. And Eloise strikes up conversation with everybody who is tipped and like, so can I uh, can I top you off there a little bit to Kale? Um, sure. Right, and um, might I ask what you're doing all the way up up in these parts? Uh, well, just traveling at the moment. Just on looking, well, wanting to learn some more magic. So, traveling to find a mentor. Well, it seems you have a rhyme or reason to head all the way up to Icewind Dale, I guess. But, uh, because it's Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. No, I did not buy that one. Um, well, yeah, you're you're heading pretty far north for that. I would imagine you can go just down to Neverwinter, or I don't know if you're going to head pretty south to Water Deep, but to each their own. And she kind of gives you a smile and she heads over to one of the other tables. Uh, she gives Squib just an exhausted look because she sees little scorch marks of where the little fork and and spoon creature had uh, exploded. Yeah, that's uh, that's a few copper for uh, for uh, cleaning that up. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, sorry about that. It was I was just I was just having a laugh. I apologize. And I flicker a gold coin. And be like, keep the change. Takes it. All right. She takes. It? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you said you flicked the turn and she caught it. Yeah. 
And she uh, she goes over to Linra and goes, "You okay there? You don't look like you're kind of enjoying this uh, this group over here." Um, just she she pulls out her Harper coin and flashes. She said, "I'm tired and I'm waiting for my next quest. I'm just trying to get along." Voice is a little uh, cause uh, you know, play shows for a living. Oh, you're a bard. Yup. May I ask oh. a question? Yep. Do Harper coins do anything like warm up when they're in proximity to each other? No, they would glow slightly. Okay. Uh, they would they would glow slightly, and if you're trying to communicate with someone, like seeing if there's another Harper in the area, you would just like click it, and then anyone nearby would kind of have a little little vibration, sort of. Yeah, Lenora, whenever she holds hers up, she uh, like to flash it to Eloise. She's just, she stops and she's like, it glows. So she just kind of looks around real quick and then puts it back away. That's a fancy little thing there. Means absolutely nothing to me, but again, to each their own and she, she heads off. That's fair. At this point of the night, I need Everybody to do a constitution saving throw. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, oh, good. I'm proficient. Okay. Oh, let me get a pen and paper. I apologize. I skipped Hawthorne, but uh, I'll make that up. All right. There we go. Okay. I just died or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> What did you get? A four. <laughs> oh. Uh, do we add our constitution modifier to it? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember. It's okay. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, uh, to Kale, I got a six. Okay. Well, it, it, Dude, it, it, I'm telling you, like, those other games, I was like, I'm surprised I'm rolling well. And now it's like, are you serious? My bad rolling streak came back. I swear to God, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat these dice. Ugh. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I, when I rolled my actual dice, I got a four again. So <laughs> you were mad. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, no, I have a seventeen. Yeah, squid, squid, squid. <clears throat> Brett. Um, I rolled a 10 plus 4, which is 14 total. Okay. So this is how you die. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I died first. <laughs> yourself into the abyss. Um, yeah. The Lord yateth and the Lord yoinketh away. <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> so, Dekale, um as the night goes on, you're just feeling pretty tired. You have traveled really, really far since you're from the Golden Fields. You are more than a month. You're like two months travel from home and you're just, you're kind of feeling it. You're in the frozen north. It's cold and you're ready to tuck in for the night. So did you want to have a single room or a double room? Um, I'll go with a let's live dangerously. Let's go with a double room. All right, Just so to you, save money. You are led to one of the doubles. See, it's a, it's a nice 
nice big room and um the two commoners are going to share one bed because they're just like we don't know anybody we're just going to take the next room uh linra even though you're from neverwinter you're about i think a a little bit closer than Dekel. I yeah, you're you're a month closer in travel than Dekel was, and it's not really clear if you had traveled straight from Neverwinter, but it's still been like kind of a month travel for you. You're feeling it as well, and you said before that you are kind of your throat's tired, and uh, Eloise had seen that you were too tired for her to ask if you could bard. So it is your turn to retire, and you said you wanted the um, the single. Uh yeah. <clears throat> All right, so your your coin is collected, and you are sent off to uh to your single room. Let's see, Squib, you and um, what's his face, Rithib, are just drink drinking it up and just being annoying as hell. Oh yeah, totally cracking jokes and goblin speak, like ripping on people. Just being, just being little dickheads. And at one point, you are so loud that the hobgoblin comes in and goes, I cannot take it anymore. I'm going to bed. And he charges off and uh, he charges into the room that Takeo went into and claims the entire bed for himself. Someone's a party pooper. Come on. It's, it's no one. What's the big... Oh, uh, just just side note, like meta knowledge for later. Uh, Lenora does know goblins, so anything that y'all have been like working <laughs> on and saying, she she hears it and understands it, and she's just like, "Oh God, I'm too tired uh, for this shit." <laughs> we would probably, we would probably, it would probably just be like you know, fart jokes, crap like that. Like it just, nothing crazy, nothing serious, but like t sharing stories, and then maybe like if someone goes by, not being raunchy vulgar but just you know they the the equivalent of just being of bored bored jerk bored jerk talk yeah so after the hobgoblin leaves eloise comes in and goes all right there is one more double that has one bed free or uh you three can be taken to different floors it's all up it, it's up to you it just just so you know, singles are a lot more expensive. Lost my accent. There we go. <laughs> Lord. That, whatever's fine by me. I mean, technically, I, I mean, theoretically, I have my own pullout bed. And as he does this, he uh, pulls a, he takes um, a, his backpack off, which is mechanical in nature. He throws it on the ground. And then before anyone can say, he goes, don't worry, this thing doesn't explode like the forks and the knives. That was just a goof. This is this is the real deal. And then from his backpack emerges a four-legged mechanical device. And he goes, that's my bed. Meet Peggy. <laughs> right. But we have to clean up around you. So you need to be off somewhere like a room that you pay for. Okay. So single or double? Which yeah, do you prefer? Double, double, double's fine. And then oh. I will take the single. All right. So 
Give me one sec. Might have do that. Um, all right. And it is now Hawthorne's turn. Oh, well, well no, you said you were taking the single two. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I'm coming up from, like, Baldur's Gate, so. That's far. Um, yeah. Just because you are all heading to sleep now, I'm going to have our 10-minute break be now, so we come back at 8 o'clock. Yeah. All right. <laughs> sure. I'm trying to keep it keep it as a one-shot. So, um, I'm going to have you all wake up in the order that you fell asleep. So, Takao... You wake up and it is colder than you expected, especially for what you paid. And you wake up and you immediately notice that you are in a bed. There is like a little table next to you that has some tasty bread and a mug of something steaming. But this does not look like the room that you fell asleep in. Not touching that food. <laughs> Same thing, you, you wake up and you were... You had been in the bed. You had been with Squib or uh, Peggy. Peggy. But you are you are in a properly sized bed, and you have a a mug of something steaming next to you with an, a, another a plate of what looks to be tasty bread. Like uh, Squib, like immediately wake um, does not recognize what's going on, and um, check Squib. I check my person. Like, do I have all my materials on me? Do I have all my tools? Like, what what's going on? Where am Where am I? You have the clothes on your back, and that's it. <laughs> my I'm knife. I can do a perception check for that. My knife wrench? It's gone. It's gone. My knife wrench for kids? No. Um. Uh, like once when you find like, Squibs a goblin. He's 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 very he, like. When he find when he finds out, he freaks out. He screams bloody murder. Like cur- curses and goblin very very loudly. Like fuck. So with that, he wakes up everybody else, and there's just this general confusion as the the two humans who are in the other room wake up. Uh, Lindra wakes up, and Hawthorne wakes up, and you all wake up in what looks to be cells, but you're in pretty comfortable beds with end tables that have steaming cup of what smells to be like hot chocolate with a little bit of pumpkin spice in it. That's how I like my hot chocolate. And (laughs) depending on your preference, there's either um, apple bread, pumpkin bread, or banana bread. Hmm, banana bread sounds good. Squib's still in a rage, looks at, looks at the food, and then screams at the food, Give me my shit back, you asshole! And then starts kicking <laughs> the The bread remains indifferent. <laughs> Are you screaming that in uh, common or goblin? It, it's mixed, so you'll hear like, Steven, I'm the asshole! Steven, Steven, fuck! <laughs> Linra finally, like, gets up and she's like, What the f- and look like just like dead pants for a sec kind of like has a disassociation moment and then she realizes and she's like 
oh fuck now like runs and like grabs the cell arms and like tries sticking her head through being like trying to figure out where she's at <laughs> alright do a perception check please oh I got a nat 20 on that nice oh okay so you notice when you grab the bars they're strangely like thinner than you would expect and huh. when you look out of the window you do, you do see that there are kind of sconces on the walls and as you peek your head out you see the little gnome in the nice suit walk down oh hello everybody you woke up a little bit earlier than i expected she curses to him out in draconic and she's like and then switches to commons like where the hell did you take us what is this well, I did mention to the barmaids that I did have some interesting candidates, and you look like a spirited one. Squib, Squib, like, runs up to the bars, too, but he can't see anything, but he sticks one of his big ears out between the th between the bars to hear better. So his ears, like, kind of kind of antennaing all over the place to try and hear what's going on. Yo. She fusses at him. She's like, if you weren't so close to me, I would have used shatter on you by now. Me too, asshole! <laughs> Alright, um, Babs, I, I would say it's safe to assume we do not have our, like, weapons. It is safe to assume that. And he he just walks down the hallway, and he, he notes that each of you are awake. I give him a the, the most intimidating glare I can give him. Well, he's not to you yet. Well, Despite once he gets there. Once he gets there. He he stops at, at Squibs and looks at him and goes, You're very spirited. Squibs. Squibs is like mounted on the bars because he's so little, but like he hopped up and like just like on all fours, just like frothing at the mouth, just like staring at this guy, just being like, Where'd you put my stuff? Give me my stuff back. Oh, don't worry. You're gonna get new stuff real soon, kiddo. You're gonna remove that new stuff out of your own body if you don't let me out of here, you douche, you jerk. Sorry, I really should have asked it. I should have asked if everyone was comfortable with me cursing because I am <laughs> I'm dropping some horrible language. I apologize for anyone who's- You're fine. All right. <laughs> this, this is honestly super amusing. Oh, good. I love it. I'm glad. I'm just waiting for you to scare the shit out of me again. Oh, nah, well, mm, well, well. So. <laughs> Actually, roll intimidation. Roll intimidation? Okay. Yeah. Well, let's, oops, let me pull up. Let me roll that. Now, now thinking oh. about it, it's probably good that this is pre-dragging, because if Lenora didn't have Cinder there, she'd be freaking her shit even worse. <laughs> I don't well, know what I would do about Cinder. With my plus zero intimidation, that's uh, that's two. <laughs> oh Unsur goodness! So Vem just chuckles. Goes, ah, goblin. Or no? Yeah, you are goblin. Yeah. Can I, is he, and he just moves on. Are we able to cast anything? All right, I want to grab that asshole with mage hand and smash him into the bars. Ooh, nice. Yes. All right. yes. Um, get him. Can you roll? You can't. Mage hand only does ten pounds. 
Can I oh, shake no. him though? Yes. <laughs> All right, then I want to shake him. Okay. <laughs> Yo. It's like, be glad that I'm only shaking you, asshole, and not hitting you with a fireball. Let us out. And can I? So he is going to, uh, after you shake him, it's really mad. It's, oh. It's okay. So he takes out a flask from the inner coat. He takes off the top and just splashes it, not at you, but at an angle from you. And this piping, like boiling hot black, uh, brown fluid strikes the wall and you hear everything like hiss. All right. Don't make me use that to its full capacity. And he just tightens it back up, puts it back in his coat, and he, he he's can, going to move on. What can I while while he's doing that, could I see any keys on his belt or anywhere? You do not see anything on him. Okay. I'm not gonna make you roll for that. So Vem continues to go south and he stops at Hawthorne. Hawthorne wanted to say something. I, I more wanted to glare at him super intimidatingly. Let's see if I can actually do it. Yeah, go okay, I got, a th- I got a 13. So. Hey. Not bad. Double digits. Yeah. You two stare at each other for a little bit. And just at the end of it, he just kind of looks away. He looks back at you and goes, Good. You might be, you might be Jessica's favorite. And then he just leaves. Where is he leaving? Is he go? Is he backtracking? No, he's going to the bottom. Okay. Lenora hollers out from like between the bars, like, "Hey, how many of us are in here?" I'm in here. I'm in here too. What? <laughs> <laughs> All okay, right, so, so Hansel and Gretel are here. I am not Hansel, and I am not Gretel. Oh boy. Squid right, does. Um, yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say I'm here. We don't know who I is. But I am Vapar and I am Sata. I'm just looking at name generator. Leave me alone. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Lenra starts okay. making mental notes like, "Hey, I'm the bard that was sitting at the at the bear rug. Uh, who all else was here from from last night?" Oh, uh, yeah. Linra. I was uh, standing across from you. Linra, you hear in your head someone go. <laughs> she like flails backwards onto the bed and she's just like, What the fuck was that? <laughs> Sorry. And then you also hear Grunting goes, I am here. Squib, uh, Squib is gone back into the bed and has begun shredding it, hoping to find bed springs. 
And as he's doing that, he's screaming out, I'm the exploding utensil guy. Good to see you, I guess. Okay, good goblin boy. Gotcha. And uh, to Gail to says, I'm, I'm the druid that was sitting, the elf druid sitting at the table by himself. All right. That's a really weird way to introduce yourself. Yeah, sitting by yourself, that's really sad. Don't you have a tween? Lenora is still kind of shook by the thing that was speaking in her brain. Could anybody else hear that, or was it just her? You're the only one in range. Wait. Oh, delightful. Let me let me double check on this asshole. <laughs> um. Yeah, you are the only person in range. Of course I am. Uh, she starts just, uh, she, she starts, uh, singing a song to herself, just trying to calm herself down. Uh, she, the, this is the song she's singing, but she's singing it to herself in Draconic because she's like, I don't know what this thing can, like, in her, in her mind, her whole thing is like, I don't know if it can understand me. I want to speak every language I know to make sure it doesn't understand me. So, yeah. So as soon as you start singing, it goes in your brain and then it just <laughs> goes away. Jeez. It did not like the singing. Oh. She she starts like singing out loud to in, in draconic as well. Like after she hears that, she's like, "All right, all right, this is good." I, I is that the this. sound of like someone dying? Because that sounds horrible. <laughs> Mister Druid, who sits by himself, are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> can squib uh squibs absolutely if if available squib is just torn fully into this mattress has he found any has he been able to find any springs it's just a uh like a straw filled bed crap so he so once again you hear squib kind of like hear like squib just being shredding just being like gosh shit fuck what no springs Oh, they're cheap too, these assholes. Um, Are you looking for metal? Yeah. Can you do something with the door? Maybe. Oh, wait a minute. Do I have? Do I still have my boots on me? Yep. Cool. Um, to, to go. Well, I forgot about this. Um, I'm going to activate my boots of winding path, and I'm going to teleport outside of the te outside of the room. I can teleport 15 feet at will. Okay. I'm like, ah. and I stop, and I'm like, okay, I'm free. And I just, I gotta get you all out of here now too. I wish I had my shit. Um, who do I see? Do I see anyone next to me? Like, who do I see first? Um, Takeo is to your right, and uh, Sada is in the one to your left, and Sada is just leaning up against the bars, and she's drinking her hot cocoa with the splash of pumpkin spice, and goes. You are the really creepy one. So did it work? Did, 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 did you do something to the bards? 
no, my own it, my own invention. I luckily they took they took my they took all my mechanics, but they didn't they didn't take my shoes because <laughs> they're booby trapped. Because my feet smell real bad. But other than that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird flex, but okay. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. Shut up, weird guy. <laughs> not a guy. I'm a girl. Sorry. <laughs> she, uh, uh, Lenora, Lenora takes a sec from like singing her her song to herself and like recognizes the the goblin dude. And she whips at him and goblin like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Like, are you are you out? What's going on? Uh, that immediate, like hearing the goblin speak, that immediately brings me over to to where, where the uh, where that voice is coming from. I'm expecting to see another goblin, actually, even though because my I'm still not in my right. All right, so you you run up to where Lyra is. Like, well, cool. Ah, but. <laughs> Just because like he wasn't like, like not not very it, uh, squib is not meant a lot of people that speak goblin outside of goblin folk, so uh, but uh, but so squib just goes nah, I'm not very strong I guess I'm gonna take the bars I'm just gonna shake them real hard just, like <laughs> as hard as I can. Like, check, check. wait wait how did you even get out? It's a trick only I can do I'm sorry. Uh. You said, uh, Babs, did you say you wanted me to roll something? Drink check. Drink check? Okay, I'm gonna use the different dice on. Yay! I'm a beast! Natural 20. The bars Yo. shatter in your hands. <laughs> whoa, whoa, hang on, hold up. I gotta unmute just to say, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching y'all play because I joined late. Nice. So, Brett, the, uh, the, the bars just shatter in your hands, and there's just like. Because as I said before, the bars are oddly thin, so you, you break them apart very easily, and now there's nothing between you and Linra. Do I have two shards in my hands? Huh? Do I have two shards in my hands? Yes. I, like, make a movement like they're- are they shank-worthy? Linra buys it, I mean, like, if you oh, want to try no, and shank no, 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 no. I'm sorry, no, no, not you, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I got distracted. No, 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 you're free. Let's help, let's get the rest of these guys out of here. And then he starts- Running down the. <laughs> Where'd you go? Oh, he goes back to Takale. He goes, and then, like I show him like the bars, like I did this. You have you you should be able to do it too. Uh. All right, so everybody who's gonna try and break out on their own, just like instead of doing it one at a time, everybody at once do yeah. strength checks. If, if, All if, right. If you like the bars are easily right. break. You can get out of them. I got a 15. All right. Uh, is this straight strength or is this athletics? Strength. Ah, no. Okay. I got a I 16. A... I got a 13. All right. So you're all very confused about why you were taken to these individual cells that you could break out of almost immediately. Um, so, whoever rolls the highest, it just shatters, and the lowest, which was ironically Hawthorne, um, you, you can step out, you gotta duck a little bit, because you didn't completely snap the entire thing, but you, you, you get out very easily. 
And does anybody want to inspect said bars? Not me. Takale's going to gather up a couple of shards of the 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 door since it's metal, right? And tr- try to hand it to 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 Squib since I I don't know his name because none of us said our names. Uh, yeah. But be like, hey, <laughs> can you do something with this? I can try. I take a look at I I, I use I, with the shards in my hands and I t- I take a good look at them. What, what am I? Can I? What can I decipher from them? Uh, what was your investigation check? Uh, I didn't roll an investigation. I'm sorry. I will roll that. Uh, investigation uh, 14, 10 plus 4 again. Jeez. Uh, they're oddly sticky, not made of metal, and they kind of smell like peppermint. I, I think these are made out of candy. Gross. Seriously. And dumb. Does Lenora grab one from, uh, from, like, are there any leftovers from her? There's, there's a ton everywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they didn't I'll... despawn. There's just shards everywhere. Okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure because like that that before you said that they were candy, like that was her first instinct. Like, oh, shard, like stick one in my bootlegs so that way I have them for later. But now it's like, oh, they're sticky. Wait. Yeah, I, yeah, I imagine with me being sweaty, gross. Like I let go of them and they stuck to my hands, and I'm like, yeah, get, no, get off. <laughs> Wipes his hands off on his. On his pants. Is anyone else? Does it, is anyone else free? What? We're not free. No, you didn't rescue us. We're just simple farmer girls. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say that since Linra uh, got out of hers, like that's what my strength check was for, was to get the the twins out. Oh. Okay, so the fifteen, you, you you get them both out. So okay. now everybody's free. I'm gonna. Yeah, she she like looks at the candy and it's like after she like she pulls it out of her boot, she's just like. Oh, is this some sick joke? Like, this is disgusting. I don't. I'm unsure, but the food is really good. You ate I... the food? D- oh, yeah, I... it was left for us. I had banana bread, and I had pumpkin bread. How do you think we got here? It had it had to have been the food that we ate last night. That can't be a good thing, right? Am I am I being paranoid here? No, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm I'm inclined to agree. Well, I hope they didn't put some Mike's hard lemonade in your stuff and try and to try and hide the poison that they put in there. Cause <laughs> poison <laughs> two two. <laughs> he just kinds of. <laughs> Tries to spit it out. And then nothing goes, uh. Wait, I hear that? Yeah. It's like. Yeah, you're still with Okay, is, is anybody else hearing this? Just anybody else hearing this? Hearing the twins what? raise their hands. Do I hear anything? Nope. Okay. You heard it say, like, the bars? Well, yeah, that's the no. one that told me to eat the food. It says it was very nice. And it was! She just kind of, like, does, she doesn't throw up, but she just, like, makes a off <laughs> to the side, like, <laughs> and, and <laughs> looks over at everybody else, like, there's something that in my head telling me to lick the bars. 
or eat the food. And as um as the twins are talking, all of a sudden you all notice they're furry. Oh, that's Well, I'm glad I didn't eat that. Same. What's this Pinocchio bullshit going on? <laughs> Sister, I told you to wax before we went on vacation. I did. I don't know why I'm too so happy. <laughs> no. I almost choked him. And to end my terrible accent, all of a sudden their face ex- explodes into this like large snoot. And Vepper and Santa are now two reindeer. Oh! Oh dear. Uh, what? Yep, the... called it. Like, what? poison food. She just like scooches by the reindeer to like walk down towards everybody else. She's like, yep. don't touch or eat anything. Wasn't Party. planning on it. And as you move further uh, south, the voice in your head just slowly fades out. Oh, thank God. Okay. We, we, do any? Uh, we need to get her. Uh, I need to get my stuff back. Do you, do you guys need your stuff back too? Yeah. Preferably. Yeah. I have a really nice rapier that I would like to keep. Yes. I, I need my, my great axe and I need my shield. I need my tools back and like it all. Like you can hear like Squid's like Squid. He's he's over like he's he's been very aggressive, but like when he says that, like he's almost crying. Like he's very upset. Like I might as well back. Lenra walks over to him and head pats. Quib isn't sure about it, but he accepts. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Do you want to head to the top of the hallway or to the bottom of the hallway? Uh... Well, the little dude came in from the top of the hallway. And he left. So going he south. left from the, yeah. And then he left from the bottom. Lenra, Lenra's like, don't let's let's not go to the top. The uh, me telling me to do things. All right then. As soon as you or, say that, or, you hear a voice go. Where are you going? I'm still up here. Oh yeah, the hobgoblin. Whip. Did you eat anything? She hollers up at him. I'm making a roll for bread and beer. Did you eat it? Yes. All right. Just leave him then. <laughs> Love you, dude, but we, we gotta go. We'll come back for you here in a little bit once we figure out what the hell's going on. You you get you finna be a reindeer eating hay. A what? <laughs> and you hear his his voice kind of transforming as he's slowly changing. <laughs> oh, my lord. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, yeah, uh, I, I would say that I'm gonna, yeah, let's follow where that guy went. Hopefully we can find her stuff. Squib, Squib goes following. Oh, and Squib just kind of looks like, my name's Squib. Hi, my boy- I'm, I'm Linra. She just kind of, like, tiredly waves, because she's like, I'm normally getting more pep in my step, but I am so over this already. Hi. <laughs> I'm Takeo. Hi, Takeo. Hello, and I am Hawthorne. Hi, Hawthorne. Just round waves to everybody. 
This reminds me of meetings I've had. Let's go. No. <laughs> All right. Meet and greet's over. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So you're continuing south? Yes. Yeah. yeah I was, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm very, in, uh, I don't cover a lot of ground. Yeah, that's the best way to phrase it, but I try. <laughs> Alright, would, so would, would, would you like some assistance? Because okay. I, I will pick up Squib if he wants. I'm gonna... Okay. <laughs> I, when, when I, if I have like an idea, like if I to choose, like I roll, I'll roll a d20. If it's 1 to 10, I'll say yes. And if it's 11 to 20, I'll say no. And I roll the 7. So yes. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, Hawthorne just goes and, like, kind of scoops you up and carries you, um, not quite like a, I'm trying to... Are you potato-sacking him? Like a cat? Uh, no, no, not over the shoulder or anything. Literally just, like, scoops you up and just holds you kind of in his hand under his armpit. Oh, oh like... Oh, so like, yeah, like I'm hanging, like <laughs> you are like, hanging by your middle. Like I'm a, like like I'm a keg, just like. Yeah, basically, yeah. Like how I try and hold cats, and they fucking hate it. <laughs> Who Squib holds cats Squib? like that? I'm not a cat person. Squib is even more on board, but looks at Hawthorne and kind of goes, "Okay, fine." <laughs> <laughs> so the best. Hate the Lion King. The Lion King hold the worst, though. <laughs> just walk around holding Cats him like a really weapon in front like of her <laughs> you need a shield a meat shield that's how you get a long cat all, though all, all you gotta do all you gotta do is just take off your shoes squib and then you're instant like defense but you just gotta deal with that bad scent yep. oh. you can weaponize his feet <laughs> absolutely i mean flip him around take his shoes off and run at somebody <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or you know, do the whole handhold thing and spin. No, 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 that's a, that's a great idea, but until I get my tools, I don't want to use my ace in the hole. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a different weapon. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, as you finally pass all these cells, you see a uh, a scorched rug, uh, the, the table and chairs. You see, you see this room, the table and chairs, the stone floor. Um, it opens up to the left, and you see the stairs that go one way, and then you see that there's um, stuff to the right. Where, where would you like to head? Is there uh, and I'm, I'm saying your left and right, so this this would be the left, and this would be the right. Okay, so stagehand. Is there actual stuff on that table, like papers, or is it actually empty? I can make something up. Yeah, let's let's investigate the table. Alright, then uh, I'm not gonna make you do the roll, just keep this quick. Uh so you see a bunch of notes. It looks like notes were written in different hands, and you see some notes that detail what each of you looked like, some of what, what, what the twins looked like, and some of the travelers. And it looks like whoever was guarding the, the town has been keeping tabs on who's been coming in out and who might have just passed by and never actually come in. So you're not exactly what sure these notes are for. They're just basic stats like general height, weight, um, what your perceived danger level is. 
Can I see what my perceived danger level is? <laughs> Same. <laughs> Be like, hey guys, I've got some stuff on us. Like it says that I'm, and then whatever you say it is. It it, it says uh, perceived danger level lemon drop. Could be sweet, but might be really bitter at the end. Mm. I don't even like lemons. Wow, that's that's insulting. <laughs> and what for the- hawthorns, it says uh, use extra chains. <laughs> you beefy hawthorn. <laughs> and she just keeps reading. <laughs> well, they're just very short notes. Oh, um, very short like- things. Yeah, whatever stores that you may or may have gone to uh, previous to the inn. And and she stops at that and she's like, these assholes oh, are trailing us. I forgot. There's also notes on what weapons were removed to you and what table they would belong to. Like, you see table one, table two, table three, table four, next to certain items. Okay, good. So I communicate that to everybody like, Hey! Hey! I'm not gonna lie, I did not care, but until you said that they had stuff about us, I'm totally bought in. What what, what did the rest of it say? Are you asking me or are you asking Linra? Linra or Lirna? Uh, Linra. Linra, thank you. I'm sorry, I I, I don't know why. It's okay. Uh... What does the rest of ours say? I, I, I gotta know now. I'm sorry. Well, it says your stuff is at uh, whatever table his stuff is at. And then uh, yeah, your danger is level specifically is... specifically double trouble because there's him and the other goblin that came in together. Um, it, it says firecracker next to it because he's an artificer. and he They're like, proceed with caution. Hmm. That sounds about right. <laughs> Lenra's just really sad. She's like, I have a lemon drop. <laughs> no, I don't oh. know. <laughs> she, hands, she hands the papers over to, to, to Cal. <laughs> she's like, she's disappointed now. She's like, here, you read your shit. I'm done with this. <laughs> she just kind of walks over and leans, leans close to a sconce. <laughs> oh, it's okay. So, um, is this beef? Before you met the Fandolin group, or is this after? I thought, I thought you said this was before. This was before. Well, that that was when we had more people who had been in the Fandolin group. Now it's just you, so you can decide when in your adventures this is. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was going on the assumption that this was before. Um, but I, I mean, mean, after would it, make more sense because of your level, it, but whatever. It would. It would make more sense. So yeah, sure. After. Okay. Uh, you note that an acorn was taken from you. All right, I'm pissed now. Oh. Um, it's like, we got to get that back. But your oh. note says tree hugger. <laughs> wow. Not entirely wrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am a wood elf, so. And, and the a, a giant acorn on you. I need that acorn back. Like now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess uh, 
if we want to take those papers with us so that way we can have them for reference. Yes, please. Alright, All right, so where are you going to head? Uh, did it say directionally on the papers where we might need to go, or did it just say, like, in general, just because the people who would know would know? Well, um, it, it would have just said, you know, storage room, main storage room, table one, table two, whatever table your stuff is at. Okay. Um, any way that we can, like, just duck our heads over this way real fast just to, like check down the lane uh sorry i'm wiggling my mouse like you can see um to our uh right uh over by where those other tables are uh can can i duck my head down there just real fast like run yeah. down that way see it and if there's nothing interesting then run back towards the stairs so when you run this way you see that there's um you know this cell that has you know no people in it you see that there looks like to be this maybe eating area or conference area, there's a bunch of tables and chairs. And then around the corner, um, you can only see so far, you just see more hallway. Um, there's a well, you see some reindeer, or you see, if, if you go around, you'd see one reindeer in a pen and uh, you would have to go further in to see anything else. Okay, I'm just gonna run back to the group, be like, this just looks like more holding area stuff. We probably need to just go towards the stairs. Very well. Awesome. Any here? <laughs> From the top goblin, just yelling after you. Oh, <laughs> he's still a reindeer though, so we'll come back for him. Just he, he, yells in reindeer. <laughs> yells in reindeer. <laughs> all right, so if you are all going to leave, um, we're going to leave. Is that what you wanted to do? She she points it to Collins like we're gonna make like a tree and leave. Where's yo? Are <laughs> we gonna find her stuff though? Oh, I don't think that our stuff's in this area. Like, cause it just looks like more holding cells up in this general area. So if we go this way, we might be able to find our stuff. Unless we want to go looking further. I mean, like, I just really quickly looked. Was there, was it like just one long hallway? Was there a, did it turn? There was a well, off? there was some reindeer. Like... It's a big map, you didn't. So there's, there's more, but she was just taking a quick look. I mean, really, it's six one half dozen or the other. We have to make a choice, so. I still wish I would that guy on fire. So, Lenra says stairs. Uh, who wants to continue searching? I I'd rather stay together as a group. So I'll go with Lenra. Okay. All right, little man, what do you want? Oh yeah, you're still holding him. <laughs> yeah, just addressing Squib. Okay, little man, what do you want? Yeah, yeah. Investigate or go up the stairs. What they said our stuff's on tables. I just as long as there's tables, like we need our stuff back. And I don't, I, I, I if, 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 if our stuff's in here, I feel like we should look for it. And if we don't find it, then it's not here. Like Squib is now kind of in the process of having like a nervous breakdown because he's like starting to think he's not like we're he's not going to get his stuff back. 
but he's just like i don't if if i don't know if they're here or not i i, I don't know i mean i i guess we'll we'll go but if like can if, if can, can we come back if we can't Len, we don't find stuff lenra comes over to him and just kind of like open face sandwiches him <laughs> it's like it, it just speaks to him in goblin just very hushy like hey it's okay it's okay we're gonna find it chill your shit <laughs> Uh, I, I get the feeling you got a natural 20 on that. <laughs> no, I rolled a 17 in terms of how to respond to it, so which is good. But I'm also like, Squib just kind of like, he gets like, he he looks like he's about to spit in your face and then just kind of goes, fine. <laughs> it's okay. You're just an open face sandwich. Taps his cheeks and walks off. What is my life right now? <laughs> uh, okay, so up the stairs we go. Alrighty. All out in the snow, and it is still cold. It is morning now, but it, um, there is just the, the piece of the after snow piece there's some flurries that are have fallen and uh there are a couple of reindeer and i'll zoom out so you can see a little bit more do any of those sheds look like a storage shed um it looks there's some of the um the stores that you had seen some residential areas and the most storagey looking storage place is the building you just came from. Can we go back inside? Yes. Okay. Alright, so back inside we go. Cause she just has this like, like this dumbfounded like, are you fucking serious? Like look on her face like as soon as they walk out and nothing looks like viable and she's like, whatever. <laughs> Alright. Doesn't even no, no, say no, anything, no, just walk no, back no, inside. Squid. No, no, it was actually, no, as being out in the cold weather, it actually kind of calmed me down a little bit. I'm doing okay, thank you. That, that's <laughs> Good, I'm glad, I'm glad you cooled down. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Um, did you tell us about the reindeer? You saw, uh, well, Linra directly saw two people turn into reindeer. You all kind of heard uh the bugbear turn into one no i meant the uh the one around the corner you they would they were in plain view you just oh, okay view. okay uh can anyone here speak with animals or are we too low level for that i am too low level for that i'll ask I can only... worth asking though I can only speak at animals, and I don't think it's very effective for me. Same. Uh, I mean, I... and Linra, both of your, I, I forgot to mention this before, both of your Harper coins are gone. Well, I kind of figured when you yeah, said Yeah, and it's, it's noted on the paper that they're like on like table four. <clears throat> so yeah, um... it's like, I have, I have wild shape, but I don't have. I, my, my guess 
is that if it says there's tables in, if it, if the page said there's something with tables, I would imagine that the tables would have to be in here. I think we just need to find them, I hope. Linra just kind of like, like really like upsettingly like stomps back towards the area that she <laughs> looked earlier. Cause she's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna follow. Be. We're all following. Yeah, I'll it, uh, I'm going to follow you. Same. <laughs> yeah. I unlocked the map so you can see I, I, You do that willingly, so I'm going to ask Hawthorne, like, yeah, can we just follow? <laughs> <laughs> so, qu question, can we see through the, where Squib and Hawthorne, is that a gate or a door? Right here and right, uh, actually, those are doors. Those are doors? I incorrectly said that they were gates before, but they're doors. Uh, this right here is a gate. Okay. Hmm. It's like, do we want to enter that room? Because, I yeah. mean, storage room. Fair. Yeah, here. Uh, here, I will open the door right in front of me. It'd be funny if you just, like, use, like, Squib's head to just, like, slowly open the door so Squib can, like, poke <laughs> his head through the door and be um, like... Whatever. <laughs> Squib, do you see anything? Squib, do you see anything? Squib, what does your goblin eye see? What good goblin eye? I don't know. What does my good goblin eye see? Your your goblin eye sees a a room that has a couple of tables, a couple of chairs. No see a couple of tables. I'm sorry. Table. I'm sorry. On the tables. Cut you off. I apologize. You see a bunch of tables. You see a uh, a white cloth on the uh, on one wall where a PowerPoint presentation may have been. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see anything. And you, to your right, you see another door that's leading to back to the north. Nope, no, 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 I don't see, any, I don't see any, anything that could be ours in here. Looks boring. All right. All right, I remove the goblin from the room. <laughs> Thanks. Oh. Linda's right. still uh, still being fussy, so she'll she'll like heavily heavy footed just walk her way up like that best equivalent is like throwing a temper tantrum is essentially what this is. Alright, and as you pass the well, you see a uh, a door. Next to it there's a sign that says storage room. Oh, oh good. You just didn't Perfect. walk far enough. <laughs> is that blood on the floor? I, it's not blood, it's hot chocolate. Okay. I, I, this is the only math that I could find that had what I wanted. All right. <laughs> it's okay, it's like that one map that had like the, the, the dead people in like cages and stuff and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Lenora's disposition as soon as she sees storage room just instantly brightens and she's like, oh, okay. And so she just like happily light-footed like walks over and like Lenora, I'm not opens so good at the door. As you walk by the reindeer, they start uh, going, making noises. Um, but you are headed towards the, uh, the storage room and the doors are unlocked. And you see a room with a lot of stuff. Hey guys, I think this is it. So she ah. just kind of like 
prances in there and is like trying to look for her stuff, pulls out the papers to try and reference where everybody's things are. I'm highly entertained that you said you pranced in there and we have reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> I've been around Babs too long. I'm starting to pick up on the puns. <laughs> Somebody was right, saying um, that a sharp uh, a shirt would be sharp looking, and the shirt has a knife print on it. And I'm like, <laughs> sharp. <laughs> nice right, to um, meet you. I'm... Wow. Right, um, I'm going to sit. I'm going to uh, let Squib down, kind of like one would put down a toddler, so he can go find his things. <laughs> I imagine he's like flailing, trying to be like, oh my god, put me down, put me down. <laughs> Basically. Dude, dude, I got my stuff, my stuff, thanks, man. I'm down. You're down, you're down. Alright. <laughs> so as you are uh looking around, you can all very easily find your stuff, you know what your stuff looks like. And it's because it's newer stuff, it's like towards the edge of the table. Um, but the tables also have a lot of other things that have been there for Varying amounts of time. It doesn't look like the people who have kidnapped you are using the stuff to sell and turn a profit. It's just there. Okay. But I oh, wonder how much of this belongs weird. to the reindeer. Oh, all of it. But uh, yeah, it's not no. So oh, well, yeah. yeah, but so, that's... Some of it has, like, layers of dust. But they're reindeer right now. Do they really have any use for it currently? I mean, we could... We might be able to give it back to him if we can make them human again, but it'd be more useful if we use it. She just like eyeing, picks up her Harper coin, looks it over, makes sure nothing's wrong with it, sticks it in her pocket, and then starts looking through other people's stuff like a nosy little bee. Point of note. Sorry. Double check your Harper coin. Oh shit. Do I need a roll for it? Uh uh, it, it, it's it's a roll of d8 um one so, through four it's cheap metal and above that it's nicer metal so to sees what that she's looking at her uh coin seven figures out what so, she's okay so that's at. your coin okay so now to slightly worried about his oh no uh, it's just your <laughs> different levels so she has a nicer coin than you Okay. Yeah, you're too new, so. Alright. Alright, uh, while Linra is inspecting her coin, I'm going to be inspecting my great axe. You know, make sure they haven't messed with it. Broken it or something. All of your stoof is fine. Perfect. Um, so I'd have to break axe? them. Um... Your great axe is actually next to some other weapons, and they look a little ridiculous. One specifically looks like a great club, but it also looks like a lollipop. It's the size of a great club, and it looks like a lollipop. Oh my god. <laughs> Who are these people? And this is called Fluffy's Sweet Treat, and it is a plus two to attack rolls and damage rolls when you use this weapon. We, whenever you deal damage to a creature with this weapon, the target must make a dex saving throw, uh, DC 12. And on a failed save, the target is partially covered in melted candy and is like, ew, gross, and has disadvantage on its next attack. <laughs> um, 
It also has a thing called Taste the Mace. You gain plus five to persuasion skill checks made against creatures that have a sweet tooth. Oh, Yo. goodness. So Are there any zombies. other weapons besides that? <laughs> um... <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that looks like candy, and there's um, on that particular table. I did fill that, so no. <laughs> all, right. all good. So all, all the table has different things on it. All right, so this thing has great club stats. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I can use the great club. I think. Uh, also, curious question, does uh, Lenra notice Takale eyeing a coin or vice versa? Like, do we see each other, like, messing with our Harper coins? Well, you two would have made a beeline for the same table. Oh, okay. So, so I'm assuming that's you, a yes, since yeah, I you was would, going to check noticed. my coin when I saw you checking yours. So I have my acorn, right? That, yes, that would be on that table. Okay. So very carefully make sure to pack away the acorn. Lenra looks up and sees your coin. Uh, do I instantly know like what level he is from yeah. the way his coin looks? And yeah, that's like, that's the one. That's probably one that you started out with before they upgraded you. It's like, oh, you're a little one right now. <laughs> she just kind of giggles while she's like getting the rest of her stuff. Did you did you say that out loud? Yeah little one what she like holds up her coin she's like you get a nicer one whenever you get higher levels and she puts it away again okay (laughs) (laughs) and at the table you see a small leather bag a ring a necklace a couple of random stones a brass mug with some jade and inlay and some gambling die. Hmm. Is to call interested in any of that? Because if not, like, Leonard's going to die for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd be interested in looking it over. But, so. Right, well, what specifically do you want to look over? Uh, I tell you what it is. I don't remember everything that you said. <laughs> bag of beans, a ring, a necklace. A bag of beans? Yes. Me and the boys up at 2 a.m. looking for beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, so you said a bag of beans and then what? A ring, a necklace, a brass mug with jade inlay, some uh, stone, a magic stone. Uh, some gemstones and gaming die. I'd definitely be interested in like, of course, druid bag of beans and of course the the magic stone. All right, uh, the magic stone is a power stone with demoralize. So the stored power can only be used once, and it will basically, um, when you use it, it'll crack and no longer be able to be used and whoever is making an attack roll against you will fail. So like if somebody, if if you're low on health and someone is going to uh, 
do a finishing blow, you can use the power stone, and then all of a sudden they fail their their roll, and then you survive. Does it only work for you? It works for whoever's holding it. It's never been used before, so you have this one one time. Uh, well, no. So I was wondering, like, if somebody else was in that situation, could I chuck it, sort of thing? Yeah, it's whoever's holding it. Oh, so it would have. They would have to catch it. In order it will. It would be it. on their person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So even e- even if I threw it and hit somebody upside the head with it, it would work. Sure. <laughs> well, no, I'm like, if it was somebody else in the party or something like that, and like somebody's about ready to clobber them, I could like smack them upside the head with the stone and they'd be okay because, you know, they might not be, they might be hurt and can't catch it. <laughs> because we have an hour left, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so what about the beans? The beans, it's the, it's a bag of beans. Just a bag of beans? Not. Oh, you, you don't know what the bag of beans are? No. Oh, okay. So inside this heavy cloth bag, there are 3D4 dry beans. The bag weighs about a half pound. And um, let me me do the roll. 3D. So there are six beans in there at the moment. And every time you use one, you have to roll a D100 for effect. Mm. Wild magic. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. The the magic beans are terrifying, and if you're not careful, they can kill you. Hilariously. Yeah, Soros. I, I had a party. Soros, my uh, descent into Avernus group actually found one. I <laughs> uh, found a found a bag of them, and yeah. We didn't pull many beans out of it, but we pulled enough. Well, this sounds entertaining. Therefore, I want them. (laughs) So what you have left is a ring, a necklace, the mug, the random gemstones, and the gaming die. So Lenra's going to beeline for the mug and the gambling dice. Okay. Because that's the kind of person she is. The mug is just the mug? No. I'll say the mug, um, it's like that alchemy jug that endlessly pours, except this is a mug that will duplicate any drink you have in there. So any, any ale you have, any hot chocolate with pumpkin spice flavoring. Uh, yes. So she, she, she puts that on her, uh, on, oh, why, oh my God, I forgot what the name of it is. She puts it on a loop on her belt and then she also gets you, the gambling dice. When you look at the bottom, instead of saying made in Neverwinter, it says made by Jill Jingle Kringle. Hmm. I am convinced that Chris Kringle's wife would be Jill Jingle. When she would hyphenate her last name, it would be Jill Jingle Kringle. I love that. Jessica, Jessica, damn it. Jessica Jingle Kringle? Huh? Jessica Jingle Kringle? Oh no. So you also have the nibble gaming die of blasting. Wait. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, wait, 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 the what? <laughs> what? It's the nibble gaming die of blasting. Okay. No. Um, I'm gonna be coming back from Neverland with a lot of stuff that I forgot I had. <laughs> 
I was gonna say Squib approaches the table that is that assuming has all the elements that he recognizes. Yep. And he hops up on the table and he looks at all of his things and he just kind of goes, it's fuck shit up time. And then he starts putting all of his stuff together. He gets his knife wrench, he suits that up. It's Peggy, he starts worrying that together, making sure Peggy's ready to go. Not activated, but in backpack mode. So he puts Peggy on his back and then um, he looks he looks at the three of his comrades here. Which one of them according to him, looks like they are in need of the most, the mo- which one looks like they're most, um, actually, no, no, I take that back. Hawthorne, the one that's been carrying me. Um, uh, he looks at Hawthorne. You what can I do for you? You more of a defendy guy or a strikey guy? Mm, I can do the strikey. Defendy sounds good. Cool. So then as soon as, so and a quick, a nice whirring and uh, plate armor and stuff like that, um, a squib like, a squib like takes, a, takes to his tools and he starts making and whirring and like you hear clanking and a little, very, very quick, a little bit of soldering here and there. And then he turns around and then hands Hawthorne um, a little gauntlet with nails pointing out of it, very similar that he has, that he has now refitted himself. And he goes, here you go, buddy. And that gives you a plus one to your AC. Yes, thank you. Hey, no problem. Thanks for the lift. Anytime. And then he switches around and then he looks, he takes his crossbow and then he takes his uh, first crossbow bolt and then he played him with that for inferno damage or for fire damage. So you see him take a crossbow bolt and then he um, takes, uh, takes out a little piece of like, um, like kerosene oil and a little bit of flint attached to it on top of it and he puts it right on the front so that's ready to go. And um, and he turns around and he's like, "All right, what what are we gonna do next?" <laughs> he's very ready, and then had realized we had no idea what we we're doing next. <laughs> um, we can either get out of here, or we can try and save everybody. Just on the last table, because the tables have different themes. Um, you still have the the ring and the necklace, but there's also seven potion. Well, there's a bunch of potion bottles, but you could recognize seven very easily, and the other ones are just potion bottles of six different colors, in different amounts of each color. What are the potions we can identify? You immediately notice six potions of greater healing and a potion of greater vitality. All right, so we should take those. Yeah, uh, Lenro will grab a healing or a greater healing potion. I'll take one too. And then. I'll say there's like seven other bottles, two of one color, and there's purple, yellow, white, blue, green, and pink. I don't trust those. Can we tell what they are? They're colorful. That's what they are. Lenora grabs a blue one, but she's like cautious. She's just going to like put it on her belt in an area where she probably won't reach it very easily so she can look at it later. That's hilariously apt. To to Kale. Cautiously grabs a, 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 what were the remaining colors? Purple, and there's, yellow, white, green, and pink. Uh, green, and right, there um, were no more no more healing potions left. No, uh, there are four left. I was gonna grab uh, uh, two. That's all right. Yeah, there should be enough for each of us to get at least one, and then one person to get two. I was I was going to grab one because I do have. 
some. I already have some, so I'll grab one. Oh my God, I just thought of something. That little mug, if I stick healing potion in it, is it just gonna infinitely keep refilling with healing potion? <laughs> yes, <laughs> but <laughs> the only Got thing it. is, you know how like Robitussin, you very get quickly tired of the flavor? Oh. It just, it's gonna be like the Robitussin of healing potion. So instead of like the local ones being like, this one has a hint of lavender and this one has a hint of honey. Oh, very flavorful, like, et cetera. Okay. Yeah, this, this just tastes a little metallic. And you're like, oh, I don't want to drink it, even though this could save my life. <laughs> but that's good to know because I will abuse that. Um, Babs, remind me what the potion of, vi- of greater vitality does. Uh, when you drink this potion, it removes any exhaustion you are suffering and cures any disease or poison affecting you. For the next 24 hours, you regain the maximum number of hit points for any hit die you spend. Okay, so good to have on hand, but maybe not immediately useful. To the party loot, it goes. Neat. All right. <clears throat> well, uh, Leonard just kind of looks at everybody and like sits on the edge of a table that doesn't have anything on it or in that general area. It's like, we can either get out of here and just run, or we can try and figure out and save these reindeer people. The The people that took us obviously were, were tracking us prior to us going to where we were prior, so. Yeah. Are you sure we didn't just, I don't know, it feels like we just stumbled into a trap at, that, at the hotel, at that hotel, whatever. Uh, well, they had info on us from before we even went into that hotel, so... Oh, yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. Hawthorne mm. just kind of bounces one end of the lollipop great club in one hand. It's like, you know what? Let's go. Let's go wreck their day. <laughs> Down with Hawthorne. <laughs> I feel like... Yeah, sorry. Somehow, Wib started really high octave, and now he's just getting lower and lower. Like he's just smoking cigarettes continually throughout the course of this one shot. His voice getting rockier and gravelier. <laughs> See, that's why I don't even bother with voices, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I did for like Lenra's first game, and then I was just like, I'm just gonna use my normal voice. I'm not gonna try that. Shit. What do you mean? Voices are really fun. Well, for me, for me, they're fun, and it's also for me, it's also helps me when I when like I want to like get back into a, a moment, like I like to switch it on. So that way, it helps. Um, di- for me, it di- differentiate from crosstalk, like a pitch tone. Even though when that's only if I do it right, which I can't say I do right all the time, but sometimes. Valid. So as you go through the notes, Lydra, being an experienced harper, you. It, with all the tables and everything there, you found like a, a few guides or some notes that people have left behind. And you are, you're led to believe that if you go to either the Jingle or Jingle, the Kringle residence or to the workshop, you will find the answers that you need. Um, in the notes, it says that the Kringles are, have constant orders of reindeer because you see notes from like, a month ago, like there was an explosion and like 
four out of five reindeer died and you know they needed to be replaced and like two months ago um there was an accident they just fell from the sky and they needed to be replaced so you just see that there's like this constant need for reindeer so they do it to people yeah. okay so uh D- does she recognize and have the like oh my god this is santa uh, like just realization or no who's santa oh this is mm. just, just christopher kringle who's putting in an absurd number of orders for reindeer so whoever this kringle man is is requesting lots and lots and lots of reindeer so uh i think we need to go find this dude apparently his workplace is going to be somewhere in this little general area and you see a lot of the the, the nicer cutlery and flatware and stuff is made by jessica jingle kringle and she looks at the bottom of the mug and she's like oh apparently i think it must be his wife makes cheese things All right, so how about we go to his to the residence? Well, who? Well, I don't think I can do a vote while I'm actively recording. So, who wants to vote to go to the Kringle residence, and who wants to go to uh, the workshop? Hmm. One through ten workshop. Eleven through twenty. The other place. Workshop. Roll to ten. Okay. Uh, Hawthorne says the residence. Can we split the vote? <laughs> wait, wait. It's she good. looks over at Takale and is like, "Wait, wait! I, I only have two votes. What, what was the third?" Oh, sorry. I was a uh, workshop because workshop was the original idea. I thought maybe it would work. Okay, so Takel, do you want to roll for it? What do you want me to roll? Uh, roll a d8, one through four is workshop, and above that is the house. It is a four. All right, so, so workshop. Workshop. Sorry, Hawthorne. Sorry, <laughs> squib, 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 uh, locks and loads his crossbow that it just has his arrow, and he goes, let's give these assholes pain deer. Oh my god. No. <laughs> oh loud. I, I wanted to I wanted to start doing this in games, but um because you made me go, oh my god. Yeah. You get inspiration. Yay. <laughs> Yay, I'm terrible. No. Yes, you are. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, All right. Let's go bust some skulls, guys. Yeah. All right. So you you go through the town and you see people looking at you through the windows, and they're some are very confused, seeing that you're not reindeer. Um. But and as you walk by, they like close shutters, like they they want nothing to do with this. And it's also like, don't come in here. Squib absolutely flips off anyone that looks at him. <laughs> She like Leonard just sticks her tongue out. She's like, mm. yeah. and the main road goes through town and then it splits off in two directions. To the left is 
a very nice looking house. It's very large. And to the right is like this massive workshop that somehow still looks rustic. And it is fully lit up. And there are clearly people inside working. So as you head up, you go initially into the uh, this very nice lobby. And you, you just hear like kind of elevator music just coming from the air, just do, do, do. And no one comes to greet you when you come inside. Hmm. I'm guessing that we see a little entranceway to go through towards another area. Well, there's this, there's this entranceway and then there's mm -hmm. this one and then there's this one. So you can really go anyway. I'm going to go in through the center front one. Squib follows. Oh, okay. For sure. Uh, Hawthorne will as well. Okay. So will Takeo. So as you, as you go in, I'm going to have you go around to the left. Um, there's this big, massive Chris Tulsahan Saquanica Don mystery. <laughs> I think I got a ball on that one. And there's like all these cute little toys there. There's wrapped gifts. There's a big teddy bear. There's what looks to be like a, a doll that you would give to a druid. And as you walk through, there are all these tables with curiously small elves like elves you've never seen before but you see them you don't think no me think elf and they're working on toys and some are uh, making dolls and what you see right ahead of you is a certain gnome that goes hey what are you doing here you're supposed to be back in the cells turning into a reindeer excuse me no <laughs> fireball i'm feeling a firebolt coming on a firebolt, okay. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not going to do it. But that's oh, oh. just that, like, an inner <laughs> thought of Takeo is like, I'm feeling a firebolt coming on. Oh, trust me, I'm far enough away. I can do shatter, and he'll be some <laughs> ear piercing thunder time. Be like, uh, no, we don't agree with that reindeer plot. You, you have uh, such well, a we need like to call for the them. reindeer games, but whatever. <laughs> Lindra like waves the papers like, look, you having a constant need for them, but you turning people into reindeers, that ain't right. It is called supply and demand. I don't understand the issue. Maybe take people who don't want to have a will to live, not people that actually have things that they need to get done. I mean, you're all the way up near Icewind Dale. I would assume that you wanted to die. I'm gonna if be I that little lemon drop that y'all were describing me as and say, uh, no. Do you wanna try this again? Drop because you're so bitter at me. You look sweet, but you're really bitter. How about we just cave his skull in? Get this over with. I'm okay. I am surprised. And can Leonard okay just this. go ahead and just cast shatter at him and, and cause him ear piercing pain? Sure. Go right ahead. So I got a 17 on my attack roll. Shit. That hits? 3d8 thunder damage. Okay. Two, seven, and two. All right. So 11 is his damage that he takes on thunder damage. 
I totally just remembered you let me turn into a velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. What was the damage? 11. All right. Oh, nice. All right. So uh, you hit him for 11 damage. And, and let me guess we need to roll initiative. Yeah, you need to roll initiative. Uh, my initiative is 13. Uh, where are you? So 13. Hawthorne, what's your initiative? Uh, 19. Damn. Squib, what's your initiative? 10. I rolled 7 plus 3, so that's 10. Man, I've been rolling 10s like pretty consistently tonight. Alright, uh, Takao? 16. 13 okay. plus 3. Oh no, are the toys also going to be weaponized? <laughs> They're very large. <laughs> so, um... Let's measure that distance out. They're large, it can't move. Way I wanted to. All right, so this bear is going to move in front of Linra. It cannot do anything at the moment. It is Hawthorne's turn next. All right, uh, is that toy next to me an active combatant? Yep. All right, so I'm going to wreck its day. <laughs> um, Feed it with right. lollipop mace. Oh, I. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm assuming a 21 hits. It does. All right. Uh, uh 14 damage. And then I get a second attack. Uh, doesn't 11 hit? Uh, 11 does not hit. Okay. Oh. And of course, I forgot to rage because I don't run enough barbarians. So, no. Oh. 20 just started to be weird. So, you said you did 11, or how much damage did you do to the doll the first time? Um, I did 14. Oh, shit. And then, yes, and then I will rage for next turn. Since I'm actually, oh, no, I lose it. So, never mind. Hold up. I need to figure out if there's a way for me to like just open up a tab and it just have all of my bard stuff. <laughs> but yeah, so he needs to do a dexterity saving throw. DC 12. Or get partially covered in candy. Alright, it is covered in candy. Spice. Sweet. Alright. And it is the Boo. doll's turn. The doll is going to get a little bit closer to you. <laughs> doesn't have to. The giant doll is going to use Wanting Whale. The doll screams, <laughs> and each hostile creature within 30 feet who can hear the doll must make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. What? You know, I'm going to lower that because I didn't nerf this like I did everything else. So, so, so I'll how... say a DC 12 wisdom saving throw. Which doll is doing the whale thing? The druid one. Okay, so how close is he to me? I have no idea. 24 feet. So I'm out of range. No, everybody's within range. It's okay. everybody within 30 feet. Oh, I thought you said 15 for whatever reason. Nope. Okay. No, it I was have... a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. I'm lowering that. Okay. All right, let's see. 
Okay. So okay. Dex- I got a 20. <laughs> you said dexterity? Wisdom. Uh, wisdom. Wisdom. Okay. So I have a plus two for wisdom. Wait, no. I have a, I have a five. Ha ha. Hopefully this helps. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I hope yours is better than that. 25. <laughs> yes. Dang. Yeah, I got a 21 myself. All right, Linra, what'd you get? I got a... Tw- oh, Linra, sorry. <laughs> uh, for what? I'm sorry? Wisdom. Wisdom? Okay. Sorry. I was spacing out. It's okay. I personally blame you. Uh, I got a 16. 16? You huh? still made it. And squib. I rolled 12 plus 2. Bring- all right. So that's 14. All right. So you all make it. So... Woo! The doll tries to scream to disable you uh, after being hit. Managed to take no damage because you rolled above. So it, it basically got hurt. It cried and nothing happened. Kale, it is your turn. Um, I am now annoyed at this doll. So I would like to cast uh, Produce Flame on it. Okay. Nice. My cantrip. So it's a D8 of fire damage. Okay. Five. All right. And this poor doll that has been, you recognize as something that's been given to druid children every winter emus, uh, just bursts into flames. And it lies smoldering underneath the tree. Sets out of rotation. And is that all you're going to do? Are you going to move? Um, is what are those are those desks yeah okay um i'd like to kind of step forward to that little symbol that's on the floor the green one yeah right there So it's Linra's turn next. Okay. I'm... Okay. So I'm not going to use that this round. Sorry, I was just prepping for potential. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do Shatter again at uh, Big Boy, just because I know I can rely on that to take a chunk out of him. Okay. I love Shatter. Shatter's one of my favorites, especially with Bards. Oh, yes. I got an 18 on my roll. Uh, All right. Seven plus three plus six. So 16 on damage. Oh, actually, haha. uh, When you cast a spell using a spell slot of third level or higher, the damage can increase by 1d8 for each spell slot above level two. I'm going to go ahead and use my third level uh, spell slot for that and increase one more. So 16 plus one. Okay, so 17. uh, Wait, give me one second. Sorry. (laughs) Okay, okay, no. So what was that damage? Uh, Total damage is 17. 17? Still pretty. Yeah. Where where were you when the OMV guys were playing? Okay, so uh, 
just the way the building is made is usually meant to amplify the uh, the holiday music and just torture the elves. But instead, it's now used against this one, and it just focuses and just shatters his brain. His he his head rocks a little bit in pain. Um, Yo. And he he stumbles Have back into his big squishy chair. Drop. <laughs> And he's just gonna, he just screams, Mistress! Mister! Um, and it is now Squib's turn. Squib, um, Squib immediately drops Peggy. Um, Peggy, for anyone who's unfamiliar with, um, a, a goblin artificer artillerist class, this is an Eldritch Cannon. Excuse um, me? Yes. Um, it is a four-legged spider-like creature. It's about as it's big enough to hold me, and I'm a very small. I'm a very small creature, but um, it is a fixed. Uh, there's an, a fixed uh, cannon on top of this four-legged creature, and it, it responds to my commands. And at which point, um, I have outfitted it this particular particular outing as a flamethrower, and I'm going to point it directly at the stuffed bear and making sure that in a 15-foot cone to make sure that the that the uh, the Christmas tree behind it is stuck in there too, and um, I'm going to cackle maniacally and be like, <laughs> "Peggy, fuck him up!" And um, Peggy is going to let let loose a um, a deluge of fire upon the teddy bear and the uh, Christmas tree, the front half, nowhere near Hawthorne or the other per, the other uh, cr creature down there. Okay, so what's the damage on the teddy bear? Uh, the damage on the teddy bear, the, the teddy bear needs to roll um, a roll against a deck savings uh, a deck saving roll that has to make a sixteen. Nineteen. Nineteen. That's okay. Uh, it still takes half damage. That's for two d eight. Wow, nice. Uh, Twelve. So it takes six six points of fire damage. And then also, because it hit the Christmas tree, anything flammable immediately ignites in a fire. So Hawthorne's going to want to move. Eventually. I mean, it's at the top part. I mean, unless that whole thing is going to go up it, it, like in flames like, like that. Have you seen Christmas tree fires? They, nope. they go poof real fast. Oh, gotcha. Like Sorry, within Hawthorne. six seconds fast? Nah. Yeah, because if it's going to take six seconds-ish, I can get out of the way. Okay. I was going to move anyway. Cool. So, Taskmaster... Um... Yeah, oh, right, my... is that the end of your turn? Um, yeah, that'll be the end of my turn. Because I, I used an action to deploy Peggy, otherwise I would do a bunch of other crazy shit, but because that was part of my action, I'm just going to do that. So Taskmaster uh, takes out his flask again, unscrews it, and pours it out. It is way more hot cocoa coming out of it than you thought before, and that summons a hot chocolate elemental. <laughs> and he has no bonus action, so he is going to move back a little bit. He just moved back out of field. Um, <clears throat> and it is now Hawthorne's turn. All right. Uh, so I am 
Alright, um, so, let me see. How far is it from me to the hot chocolate elemental? 42 feet. Alright, um, is there a way I can move 40 feet that gets me within range of both the teddy bear and the hot chocolate elemental? Uh, how close do you, to them do you gotta be? Um, let's see, it's a great club, so let me... Double check it because yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna turn Gertz uh, back on so it'll make this whole uh, distance thing a lot easier. All right, it does not have reach, so it's only five foot. Your distance is forty feet, so you could be like right here. Hmm. Is there any? Let's see. All right. Would I be able to? Okay, and I'd be able to wreck on the teddy bear at least. Oops. Oops. Uh, if you move back a little bit, you, you could be not the teddy bear. Okay, so, because I'm going to just rampage. <laughs> okay. Alright, uh, so I'm going to bonus action and rage. Okay. Um, so... Just, oh no. Let me just actually make a note of that, so I remember how many I've got left. Um, and then I'm just going to wail on it. Um, alright, uh, so, a 28 hits, and a, and a crit. Yeah! <laughs> alright, so, uh, actually, uh, the bear has critical hit immunity. Oh, no. <laughs> do I do, okay, so... Do I not roll the extra dice then? Right. Okay. So, for the first attack... Lord, I'm a zealot barbarian too, so I have like extra math. Lord, sorry. Alright, uh, so... Why is it? Alright. Uh, so 14 plus 7. No one has ever critical against something that had a critical hit immunity. So that was the first time I could be like, haha, that doesn't work. Alright, well, it just took 21 damage. Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah, anyone had Alright, it has one hit point. So with that <gasps> strike, a bunch of stuffing just puffs everywhere. Alright, and then it's, since I hit it flies for the... back enough to get burned by the uh, the hot cocoa monster. Elemental. Alright, and then since I and then since I hit for the second one, does that just destroy the teddy bear? Yeah. Alright. So <laughs> the you... teddy bear is no more. You just see this sad like skin of the teddy bear on the ground. It's it's stuffing is everywhere. <laughs> So Hawthorne, is that the end of your turn? Uh, here, uh, I'll use the last of my movement to move towards the hot chocolate elemental. Okay, so you move back up here. Mm, yes. All right, Kale, it is your turn. How far away is the hot chocolate elemental? Thirty feet. Okay. 
Sorry, I just needed to know for, you know, weapon purposes. Um, just for time, I'll say yes, that that hits up. Um, is that a regular bow or magical bow? That was just uh, a short bow. I didn't cast flame arrow on that one. Okay, so 17 hits. That is nine piercing damage. Okay, Lindra, it is your turn. Okay. Um, Unless the kill, did you have any like movement you want to do? Bonus action? I don't have any bonus actions. Okay. I'm always going to try and remember to ask. I've accidentally shorted people. So, Lenra, uh, I apologize. It is your turn. You're fine. I'm trying to figure out if. Would the hot chocolate elemental even be damaged if I try and hit it with a rapier? Or would it just, like, be water? Just because I'm Only one way to find out. Just because I'm looking at the time, and I shouldn't have did this for the bear, it will be hit. Okay. Normally, yeah, then... no, but time, yes. So normally, that would, the arrow wouldn't have worked either. Right. Okay. Its so resistances unless... are fire, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical items, but because of time... Okay, so unless I would, if I would have cast Flame Arrow, it would have worked. No, because it's resistant to fire. Oh, it's resistant to fire. Okay. I run to position myself to where I'm 20 feet away from Hawthorne, but closer to the elemental, because I'm going to do something not rapier related. Uh, I don't want Hawthorne getting hit by this. So do you want to Well, no, the other other way on the other side of the tree. Like, uh, at least... Uh, 30 feet away, I think, is what my... here? Yeah, because I want to make sure that Hawthorne's not going to get smacked by this. Okay. Uh, so... And just because that's how the grid is. Okay, you're there. Yeah, it's fine. Um, okay, so it needs to make a constitution saving throw. It rolled 12. Okay, so I got uh, 13 plus. No, I just I got a 13. So I, I keep forgetting I don't have a fucking strength modifier or anything like that. Um, so I guess my 13 is a successful attack throw? I'm sorry, uh, I forgot. You said you got a 12? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, then it fails its throw. Um,. So it's going to take 2d8. No, technically 3d8 damage because I'm casting it at second level. Okay. So 7 <clears throat> plus 2 plus 3. <clears throat> so 12 damage and it gets pushed back uh, 10 feet away from me after it gets thunderwaved. Is it 10 feet? Yeah. Ooh, you have thunderwave too. Yeah. All right. So it's just boy, and it just. <laughs> <laughs> so that the the it gets pushed back, and you just see this this trail of hot cocoa, and the elemental. Oh, is that the end of your turn? Yeah. The elemental kind of raises up. You see its wings of hot chocolate. It looks like a looks like a big goblin with wings. It looks at Hawthorne, reaches inside of its chest, pulls out a marshmallow. And hurls it at Hawthorne. No. Okay. Does a seventeen hit? Uh, it does not. 
I have oh. uh, I have 19 AC. Oh, okay. He smokes. Dude. <laughs> so because you're kind of on a table, a <laughs> marshmallow hits the table that you're on, but does not hit you. And, and to be sure, that includes the plus one that I gave you before we fought, right? Yes. Okay. Dang. <laughs> so the table is restrained. It is now Squib's turn. Um, where's that Taskmaster at? Is he still here? Or did he run away? Oh no, he's still here. He's just uh hiding a little he's... further back. There you go. I... Wimp like a whiner. Um, how far away is he from me? Oh, he's pretty far. I need a number. Sixty feet. Sixty feet. Sixty feet exactly. Yeah. That's within my range. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean I'm a I'm a yeah, I'm totally gonna arm my arcane firearm crossbow with my loaded up dart, and I'm gonna take a pot shot right at his goofy looking face. So I'm gonna do that. Let me roll my dice. Alright. Forgot his voice. Fourteen plus six, so that is an unnatural twenty to hit. That hits. Sweet. Um, I mean, granted, it's it's it sounds way more impressive than it is. It's just a one d six plus an extra d eight plus fire damage. But let's just whoops, no, dropped it. Come on, why am I not rolling my dice right? Three, so that's three points of piercing damage plus one d eight fire damage. Oh well, you killed him. It's eleven points of damage. Really. Yeah, he was only down to two, remember, from the hit that I, I did on him, that, that second shatter? That's right. Wow. He yeah. did. Yeah. So, so you just he tenderized him. So, so tenderized you... and immolated him. <laughs> so, yeah. As, so as, then, he, as he falls to the ground. And, and, then it, and then it engulfed him in flames. So as his body falls engulfed in flames, he drops his uh, timepiece. And it says, remember, October 3rd on the inside. Oh. So, I'm a full alchemist name. And uh, Squib gives zero shits. No. <laughs> All right, so. Squib, Squib like, sees, like, sees him fall over and just kind of goes, woo! No, I, I, I do. I, Squib might not, but I care. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, I, sorry, I, like, I, I guess what I'm gonna, uh, I, as a bonus action, I'd like to use my my boots, my wearing boots of uh, winding path to um, actually, no, no, I'm not gonna do that. Screw that. I'm gonna send uh, Peggy forward in front of the uh, alongside the the, the inferno tree. Uh, so, to right here. Yeah. There you go. Smack dead center. Uh, uh, for, could... for, anyone, for anyone following along, uh, the Eldritch Cannon has an AC of 18, uh, only has 25 hit points, but it's a fun little it's a fun little thing, and that's mm. the rest. Okay, I love it, Hawthorne. All right, um... Um, I'm going. Yes. Oh. Before I was you do anything, oh. just because this happened a minute ago, I just didn't have a chance to say it. As the fighting happens, and as the Taskmaster has died, you hear 
just off to the side, you hear a door close, and you hear jingling, and a woman's voice going, What is going on here? Jessica. <laughs> a woman just walks in to the side. But, yes, it is Hawthorne's turn, so Hawthorne can do whatever. Jessica, Jingle, Kringle, McKringleberry. Alright, uh, so Hawthorne is just going to casually walk up to this elemental, giant lollipop in hand, and provide the smackdown. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a hell of a time to crit fail. Um, yeah. So let's see, we have a crit for the first one. What? Uh, <laughs> So that is going to be Lord. Okay. So that is Yeah, it's a crit and a nineteen. A nineteen so that my... hits. Yeah. Hmm. What's so, the damage? Uh I'm doing the math right now because I wind up having a lot of dice. Cause I <laughs> cause barbarian. Yeah. That's a Crazy good roll action. Alright, oh so God, the crit. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, no, the crit. Three rolls, though. Alright, so that's. 36? Yeah. So 36 off the crit. Is the elemental? Yes. It did. It's dead and not coming back. It had nine health. <laughs> So do you um, want to describe how you kill it? Uh, how does one kill someone with a giant lollipop when they are basically liquid? Um, basically, okay. Yeah, I know. Okay, so I'm going to just bring this giant lollipop down through what is approximately its head. And then I'm just going to stir it. <laughs> violently. Just literally stir. <laughs> okay, and so I'm going you are... to violently stir it. Since you are doing that, please roll a one d twenty for me. So I went oh, for shaken. I went for shaken, not stirred, and you went straight for stirred. <laughs> no, uh, she 14. went for blenderizing. <laughs> okay. So after you stir it a little bit and you pull the lollipop out, it's only a little bit melted. Okay. Just due to the intense heat of the hot chocolate elemental. Okay. Um, and I, I, I'm I, going to use the last one to, I guess, I don't know, break a table because I can't reach Jessica. But I'm going to use the last of my movement to advance on her. Okay, and what movement is that? Uh, I have 40 total. Uh-huh. So, nice. I, so I, think I don't you know have how much feet. it is. All right. So yeah, move me another, like, 30 feet, and I'll, like, break a table or something on my way. Okay. Improvised weapon. <laughs> Alright, um... So what's the damage with the... Wait, I'm just using the... I'm using the lollipop to break a table. Okay. Alright, so it would be, like, 14 damage to a table along the way. Okay, the table shatters. There are... There are pick pieces of, like, Boys that go everywhere, and you hear some of the elves go, Oh, darn it! I got it! I got caught that! Why would you do that? So much work! I 
I don't have any overtime this week. And, uh, oh, no. it is now Jill Jingle Kringle's turn. And Jill Jingle Kringle. I don't understand what is going on here. Could you please tell me what is, what is going on for just a, just a tick, just a moment. Lenra hollers at her and's like, your little dude tried turning us into reindeer because he has a supply and demand and expected us to not do anything whenever we found out what was going on. Well, of course. It's for the creature good. It's for the children. Do you just wish the children on Sosahan's Aquatic Down to not wake up with gifts? This is how my husband gets transports toys to all the good children. And you are just making me so very angry. And I don't have it set up for this game, but she turns into the Krampus. And, Yo. um... <laughs> she is going to rush Hawthorne and use uh. her horns. So let me run up. I'm gonna roll horns. Does a 21 hit? Uh, yes. So that's Gee. seven piercing damage. Uh, so I take three. Okay. Yeah, and you're you yeah. have to succeed on a DC 17 strength saving throne or be knocked prone. Damn. Alright. This is after me nerfing her, okay? God. Alright, so this scary. is a DC 17 strength, did you yep. say? <laughs> okay. So let's see. I have that was very loud, I'm sorry. I personally blame you. Alright, so I got a nineteen. Okay. You are not knocked prone. Spice. Alright, Yellen, it's your turn. You see this woman in a very nice red dress, she looked very sweet, just turned into this horned demon and you're like, what the hell? The fuck. Uh, how let me, far let me away? pull up the art for her because it's actually very nice. Well, the art for the Krampus was... I liked it. And I wish I could have transformed for you. Can I say that all of the stuff that's supposed to be very cute and endearing and awesome for children being turned into Dear God Alive? Wow. Nice. Yes! That's rad. The, the fact that all of that is being turned into, like, the whole Peter Pan and then this, I'm just like... I didn't kidnap kids this time. <laughs> no, but it's still for the children. It's yeah. still for the children. It's to help the children have a nice Solstice Hansa Konica Donmas. How far is she from me? Um, If you go through the tree that's on fire, she is 70 feet from you. Yeah, I might not know. Yeah, like, Squib and Takeo would just be like, what the heck is happening? I heard a voice, but I have no idea what's going on right now. You just have a flaming tree in front of you, and it's just like, why? It works. Cool. Alrighty. I'm gonna switch this out. I'm gonna do this. So wait, what are you doing? Longbow. 
switched out for a longbow because I needed something that would go a little bit further. Are you gonna shoot through okay. the tree? That's I'm gonna shoot through the tree and hopefully catch the arrow on fire so it hits her while it's on fire. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> oh, hey. I love um, I'll say roll a d8. Uh, one through four, it does not catch fire. Anything higher, it does. And I will double that damage, because you got two piercing. I got a six! Yes! Nice. <laughs> four damage. It is now Linra's turn. Uh, I am gonna use my last level three, uh, spell and I'm gonna upgrade shatter for more damage and try Is that and... gonna affect Hawthorne? Oh how close is Hawthorne? Right on top. Melee range. Oh yeah. shit. Um Um ten foot radius centered on that point. So you would hit an elf and you would hit Hawthorne? Mmm, damn it. Technically anything that I would... The elf is also already upset that they have to um, stay overtime. Would there be any way that I could just run over to the elf, pick him up, and like move him out of the way without Krampus killing me? <laughs> uh, yeah, oh. actually, because Krampus is focused on Hawthorne. Oh, fine. Then I'll just go pick up the elf and like move him off to the side and be like, "Stay." <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not concerned with you. I'm concerned with them. Thirty feet away. So. So, so we're you're, gonna yeet, you're gonna yeet an elf. I'm gonna yeet an elf. I'm gonna be like, move. <laughs> All right. So where where are you sending this little guy? Uh, straight back towards like the the in between like the table edge. So here? Yeah, just a little bit further back. Right there, yeah. Okay. Alright, so yeah. you would be hitting Hawthorne and you'd be hitting Krampus. Uh, no, I'm just gonna strike with my rapier. Okay. Because I would also technically be within that 10-foot radius, so yeah, I would okay. technically get hit. Oh, cool. I have an 18 to hit. Alright, that hits. Alright, so uh eight damage. Alrighty. It is Squib and Peggy's turn. Oof, yeah, I'm I'm I got little legs, I'm in a big room. I gotta figure out what I wanna do. Um <laughs> Tell Peggy to come pick you up. Hail a taxi. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, boy, I'll, I'll get there. Um, how much speed? Twenty-five feet. I guess I'm not that slow. Um, I'm gonna, uh, I, with my goggles on, I guess I'll, I'll do like the saunter across, um, over, over alongside Peggy, if, as far as close to Peggy as I can get, I suppose. Right, you can get right up with her. Cool. Uh, uh, can I see the the Krampus Kringle 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 yep. Kringle Puss? Yeah. Um, Just like a jingle Kringle. 
Yes. At first glance, can I can I see anything metal on Krampus's person? Yeah, she has chains for when she needs to torture people. Nice. Okay. She's probably wearing jewelry. That's cool. Um, if I see the chains, then I am absolutely going to cast heat metal upon them. Okay. So that is, uh, I'm going to cast it. It's at second level. It's the only, well, I, the only thing I can cast it as. But it's 2d8, uh, 2d8 plus 3 fire damage. Um, and then she can make, uh, she can say she can save for half damage, but she has to roll a con save of 16 or higher. She has high constitution. Okay, well. Oh, no, she rolled a nine. Yay! She takes all 11 points of fire damage. And the thing with heat metal is that if she, if, if they are attached, it will continue burning her per round as long as they are touching her body. Yes. Okay. It's, it's, it's one of the things that I feel like makes heat metal almost OP. <laughs> Like like the det like the details on it. I'm trying to remember them. I thought I had them written down, but I can pull them up. But um, heat metal five e. Come on, yeah. Choose manufactured metal objects such as blah, 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 armor. If the creature is holding or wearing the object and takes the damage from it, the creature must succeed on a Constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can. Um, if it doesn't drop the object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. So that means if the chains are, are physically attached to the Krampus and the Krampus cannot let go of them, then that means the Krampus has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until my next turn. Okay. Yep. Heat metal all day. And then, um, so that's my movement. That's a spell cast. Is there, are there any other bad guys around or? Not at the moment. I'm just gonna have Peggy set the tree on fire again. Oh, it's still on fire. More fire. More fire. <laughs> just it's a it's a it's a garbage bonus action because there's nothing else I really can do at this point. <laughs> so I'm just gonna cackle again, be like, "More fire, Peggy!" <laughs> okay. Hawthorne, it is your turn. All right, I am just going to wail on her. Um, a twenty, do a twenty-nine and a twenty-five hit. Both hit. All right. Uh, so that is going to be twenty-six total damage. Oh shit! So she. Well, first, how do you want to do this? Yay! Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Um, let's see, the, the, uh, the guy who tried to turn us into reindeer said something about her, um, so I'm like, I kind of want to make, like, a smart-ass comment about what he said, and then just crush her. Just right, right down, like, between the, she has horns, right? Yes. Yeah, right down between the horns. Just... Okay. Because this is a... I am a simple man, and this is a wailing lollipop. Like, 
I'll drop your butt. Does it wail as he wails? Uh, it does not, no, unfortunately. Oh, but he man. needs to make a wailing axe that is sentient and alive that wails whenever you hit somebody with it. So it's like yes. crying out in pain. Oh, yes. like, oh God. This went dark I, I, really quick. Either that, either that, just, just, just the, the, you know, I could just see the, you know, Hawthorne swinging the thing and the thing going, Banzai! Wham! <laughs> Yo, that would be great. Hey, hey, so Squid needs to make a sentient, uh, sentient great mace that, that can wail and scream things whenever it's being used as a weapon. I technically could... See- I, like technically, I could do that with magical tinkering. I can imbue a non-magical item with an ability that, and it's very like it's like a cantrip for artificers. That like big action, it could make a noise. That is something I could actually do. You need to do oh, that no. for another game. Yeah, not, yeah I can't do. I can't, <laughs> I could do it in combat now, but yeah, for a future game, totally. Well, as as you show her the business. <laughs> okay. Just, oh, yeah, just, just no. blood. Ev- like you, you Gallagher her. <laughs> blood everywhere. And one of the elves goes, "That's that's not candy syrup." And as upsetting as her body is, kind of like a time lord, it starts to glow gold. And then she disappears. All the elves are silent. And oh, so she responds. Don't you know about about the jingles and the kringles? Nope. What? Okay. Enlighten us. Well, it'll take about a day, but they're gonna come back. They're gonna be mad. I mean, thanks for killing Taskmaster. I mean, he's. Master at tasks. Like, he would write you up for being in the bathroom for five minutes. You need a full five minutes at least for the bathroom. And he just, it was not in his schedule. He did not like it. Um, so he's dead. That's awesome. But they're, they're going to be back tomorrow. And you should, you should probably go. Um, oh, she left her, um, are you okay, hun? No, I'm just, I, I'm running through all the stupid-ass one-liners that are running through Squib's head right now that I didn't want to interrupt with. Well, she, she has, and as, as her body's dissolving, one of the elves, like, runs up, grabs, like, a bag that she had at her side, and it is a Jingle Kringle brand bag of holding. Yo. Can it? Can I? Can I? Can I be like, hey, hey, buddy, hey, buddy? Uh, since since I say it's your friend over there, uh, can we? Uh, can I? Can I? Can I grab it? Can I take that? So this hey, is I- this isn't like regular bags of holding. So, uh, with this, uh, it costs two actions, and whatever weapon has hit the person who owns this. It can be swapped with a piece of coal that looks exactly the shape and size of that weapon. And then the other weapon disappears into the bag of holding and only the owner can pull it back out to use it themselves. Linra just uh, like trying not to be too intimidating, but she's just like, 
can I please? I I kind of I kind of need that. <laughs> I mean, you can have it. I mean, Miss Jingle Kringle made it just so you can make a new one. But cool. uh, <laughs> she has she has like a lot of nifty neat items that are kind of horrifying. Um, we want to get we actually want to get rid of as many as possible so she doesn't like come back to use them against us. Oh yeah, like, so like what? when Rill looks over at everybody like, let's get over here and take her shit. These poor things are overworked and underpaid. We are! Of course. Squid, squid plot shows up like, how do you, can you reverse the deer? How do you how do you turn the deer back into people? Oh, you mean the Santa dote? The what? The Santa dote, the antidote. <gasps> oh! Uh -oh. <laughs> I almost inhaled my own fucking saliva on that one. That was bad. <laughs> almost died. Lord. With a couple of us, we can whip up a few patches. Please, we're gonna get these people. We're we, we want to get those. We want to get the reindeer out of here, and then hopefully, you, you all seem very intelligent. Maybe you can find new ways of transportation for these people. Not within a day. Yeah. Hmm. Well. You can drop some plans and then you can work towards it, I guess. She has a mass mind spell that could have turned all of us against you. Um, oh, so work that. We can't thank you for done hurting enough. us. We can't leave fast enough. But here, let's get you these items so she can't use them later because it takes her more than a day to remake them. Okay. So. Um, some elves are opening drawers and one has a glittery ornament that looks like it was made by a plant because this is a bauble of plant speak. Um, you can speak with plants. Huh. And it looks like a shooting Christmas tree. Like the ones that you made in like kindergarten or first grade that has like your picture in the middle. Aww. So whoever owns it is going to have their picture in the middle and they'll be able to speak with plants. Maybe not in this room with the tree on fire. <laughs> Oh, it's just it's Cinder now. Um, okay. Help me. It's like, oh, she left her boots behind. Boots? And her black leather boots have golden buckles adorned with arcane runes. And while attuned to these boots, you have advantage on dexterity, stealth checks, and acrobatics checks for squeezing into small spaces. You also hey guys, all I icy, have like difficult terrain and become resistant to fire damage. <laughs> guys, I have six charges sorry. and regains all expended charges daily at dawn while wearing. If you took her whole outfit, which you didn't, her outfit went with her. Uh, you would have been able to cast levitate, fly, and tenders floating disc, but you have the rest of the Oh my god. I have like no dexterity or strength modifiers. So like if nobody has any qualms, I'm at least taking the freaking boots. Enjoy and the boots. Yeah, for go, the rest, go. Um... So what's the rest of the stuff? Or is that it? Uh is a D12 a thing? Yeah. Yes. Uh yes. Okay. So there's 12 more items. So we already did Lidra. Uh, Lynn, roll a 1d12, give me a number, and I'll tell you which item that aligns with. 
eight. Oh wait, I'm keeping the wrong The quilt of superior pillow forts. Yo. When a pillow fort is <laughs> Wow. When a pillow fort is draped with this mundane looking quilt, the entrance becomes a doorway into a magical pillow fort that is large enough to hold up to six creatures comfortably. You can command the interior to become dimly lit or dark. When the tiny is- hut <laughs> tiny hut yes when the fort is built you can set the doorway to not allow one creature type inside like beasts elementals fey etc and the fort must be built indoors or the magic fails oh, that's man. awesome <clears throat> you got you got t- you got your own tiny hut dude that's awesome congrats tiny hut <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to go again, or could I roll a d12 and find out if I get anything back? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you get something, but uh. Okay. Oh. One. A one. Um, so you can draw from the deck of many things. Oh, oh no! God. No. Why would oh, I? Oh, sorry, no. sorry. Deck of merry things. Um. <laughs> That still sounds terrifying. Yeah, still not told, I'm but... still scared. Uh, yeah. This wooden box contains a deck of paper playing cards. A full deck has 30 cards. The magic only functions if the deck is shuffled and the cards are drawn at random. You can use an action to draw a card from the deck. Uh, the mundane item is conjured from the deck and will last for one hour or until the card's magic is dispelled. Oh, okay. So Once five not... cards have been drawn from the deck, you cannot pull from it anymore. Nice. Okay. Okay, so it's yeah, so it's not like a full ma- deck of many things. No, it's just a deck of very things. And okay. they're all mundane items, but it's it's fucking cute. All right, I'm fine. I'm actually I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'll t- I'll do that. Okay. Do you want to roll again since not as impressive as the pillow fort? Uh or what savvy no. got? No, I wanna roll I wanna pick a card and get my mundane object because I want to infuse it with something. Well, it's only gonna last an hour. I still wanna do it. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, no. If it's only going to last an hour, yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, even Squib, I, Squib's impulsive, but I don't think he'd be that impulsive. I don't uh, want to be. Gr- oh, you can do five card, five cards daily. Hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So it's it's literally just a deck of merry things. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, and I don't need it. Okay, I'm just yeah. I'll just take that. That's cool. Okay. So I mean- many murder weapons that I could use then would disappear. I could get away with murder every day. Good. <laughs> but do, do you want to roll again? No, it's fine. I like it. I like okay. Um, um, um. <laughs> Hawthorne. All right. Uh, 11. 11, so one. How'd you get another weapon? Uh, Sweet Tooth. It is a dagger. You gain plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with the magic weapon. This white steel dagger has a bright red runic symbol spiraling up the blade with a small cross guard resembling mint leaves. When you roll a 20 on your attack roll with this dagger, you can cast the spell Haste on yourself. However, after the spell ends, you have an insatiable craving for sweet sugary food for 1d4 plus 1 days. You cannot use the haste spell pr- provided by this item again until your craving ends. 
For 1d4 days? 1d4 no, plus 1. Okay. So at minimum, you have two days of sweet tooth cravings. Yes. Yeah. I like uh, the yes in the background. That was great. Oh, yeah, that was Marco. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, can, can I ask one more thing? I'm just going to totally take her clothes. Can I take her coat? No, she, she, her body has disappeared. She left behind her boots because I, I didn't know the boots were an item. Well, I didn't oh, know her okay. outfit was sep- was entirely enchanted. I thought it was just the boots because it says boots and then it goes, oh, here's the rest of the clothes too. I'm like, well, she's gone. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, I was about to say, I'll totally just steal, you know, I'll, I'll still steal her, all of her fucking clothes if I could, but... And I'll let you yeah, all know situation. You know what? You know what? Mrs. Claus turning <laughs> to the Krampus? Yes, I'm stealing her clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that without context. So I'm going to let you all roll 1d12 one more time. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to start with Linra because just on, on my screen, you're at the top. Yay. I got a five. Actually, wait, hold on one second. One. Okay, so there's 15 items total. I was just, I had been initially counting from the ones I had already read off. So roll 1d20, and if you get above a 15, I'll just start from the beginning again. Okay. Got a seven. All right, so you get her hat, which is the hat of the childhood was, I'm not making this up. <laughs> While wearing the hat, you can use an action to cast the disguise self spell at, from it at will. The spell ends if the hat is removed. The hat has six charges, regains all of its charges daily at dawn. While wearing the hat, you can use an action to ex- expend some of its charges to cast one of the following spells. Sleep, Enlarge, reduce, scrying, and true seeing. Additionally, every day at dawn, you have a 5% chance of gaining 40, 10 pounds of weight and growing a bushy white beard. Um, I'll say because it was the Krampus, it will be horns instead. Yes. Once this happens, it will not happen again. The weight and the horns are lost if you lose your attunement to the item. Uh, horns grown this way cannot be hidden through the sky's self spell or any similar magics. However, it can be lengthened, shortened, or styled a different way. Hmm. So you can be an honorary tiefling. Nice. Do you want me to roll again if it's over uh, 15? Uh, no, if, 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 you, if you're, you're rolling on d20, and yeah. if you get above 15, I'm just going to start again from the beginning. I rolled an 18. An 18, so... So you get the chestnuts of roasting. When you cast a spell that does fire damage, you can use this item as an extra material component. When you do so, the spell does an additional 2d4 damage and then the item is consumed. Also, it makes all targets affected by the smell smell like roasted chestnuts. Nice. Uh, does, so I lose the chestnut when I use it? Uh, yeah. Okay. But your enemies will smell delicious. And you'll be more inclined Ooh, to eat them. Tasty. Roll a 1d20. To me? Yep. Okay. 14. 14, okay. 
you also get sweet tooth so you get another dagger oh sweet <clears throat> which is the one where it's the white steel dagger with the bright red runic symbols and the uh yeah i mean it's it's, it's no knife wrench but yeah that'll do that's pretty cool the weapon I didn't use at all in in like yeah in, in either... two games that you were talking about it yeah talked a big knife wrench game didn't do much <laughs> all right and last person Hawthorne your second d20 roll uh 16 16 mm -hmm. so that is the bauble of plant speak <laughs> yay there are just so many ridiculous items. Um, like in real life, I want the uh, mug of heating and cooling. Any liquid poured into this festive looking ceramic mug is instantly heated or cooled to a temperature of your choosing, as long as the liquid does not boil or freeze. Nice. The mug has no liquids or harmful substances such as poisons, acids, or explosives. I just want to make sure that my hot cocoa is at the perfect temperature. Agreed. But yay, congratulations! We finished yeah. the one shot in one day. That's my first <laughs> for me. <laughs> congratulations.